Hi, and welcome to this week's episode of Diz Insiders. I'm Emily, and I'm here to talk about all things Disney. From the movies to the parks, cruise lines to the rides, how to save money, and our favorite topic, how to eat like a king at Disney. As always, we are sponsored by Wishdraws Travel. When you simply want to show up and have a great time at the best price, the least hassle, use Wishdraws Travel. That's Wish with an S. It's a funny name. They plan amazing trips and lifelong memories. You can find them on the web at wishdrawls.com or reach them by email at info at wishdrawls.com. Welcome, welcome everyone. Today we've got Corey with us and we're hey going to talk about the new Grandestino Tower at Coronado Springs. Yeah. Yeah, so hey guys, um, I got the opportunity to stay uh, at the new tower um, about a month and a half ago. Um, great experience. I'll talk you guys through it, kind of give Emily some insight here, and, and we can give you guys hopefully some information that will let you decide whether you want to stay there or not. Um, as you guys know, Disney has a huge variance in their resorts. Uh, one of the things that they've done in the last couple of years, and it's really been impressive to me, is step up the, the quality and the experience within the moderate hotels. Uh, they've, they've added a tower called Grandestino over at Coronado Springs, which Coronado Springs, guys, is a fantastic resort, uh, but most people think of it as a convention resort. It's actually one of the nicer moderates, um, a little more nicely laid out than, say, Port Orleans Riverside, which is just massive, um, a little more cohesive in its design and easy to get around and easy to find things, whereas Riverside, you can get lost on the sidewalks easily. Uh, Coronado is just really a great place. Plus, if you want a non-Disney room, that is something that's available over there with their executive suites. But what they've done was they added this 15-story tower uh, that's very kind of, in some ways, reminiscent of Contemporary Hotel. Uh, the difference is, is you're not right next to the Magic Kingdom. You are a ways away from the parks. Uh, but the height of this tower, you can actually have some great views of some parks. Um, I had uh, a normal two uh, queen bedroom room. Uh, I really loved it. It's really fresh, really clean, really modern inside. Um, we'll talk about that in a minute. I just kind of want to start talking to you guys about the lobby. Uh, if you knew the old Coronado Springs and Emily, feel free to jump in with any questions as I go here. I just want to talk through it. I'm walking yeah. around pacing, kind of going off the top of my head. So, and, and that's the best way to describe things rather than to take notes here. Um, if you knew the old Coronado Springs, they had the lobby coming into the main, old main Coronado building um, where they have the, uh, the pepper market, where they have a couple of bar locations and where they had the huge conference rooms. Um, they've now moved that main lobby over to the Grand Destino Tower, which is if you're looking at the resort off to the right. Again, really large location. You can't miss it. The new entryway goes right into uh, that resort, excuse me, that building. Um, they do still use the old lobby, but it's used primarily con for conventions when they've got hundreds, if not thousands of people coming in for a company convention. So it is still of use. Uh, the computer systems are set up over there. It's just not manned. Um, you walk through that lobby and people just aren't in there anymore. Uh, the Grand Destino lobby is actually really grand. Um, you can, not a play on words, don't mean the, uh, the <laughs> joke there. Uh, but you come in, it's a really open room. It's got a landing area with, if you turn to the right, that is your check-in area. If you turn to the left, that's your concierge area. 
your valet area, um, just anywhere to check your luggage, all that's over to the, the, the left. Um, there is actually um, a new luggage check area, and I can tell you about that, which I would love to see at the other resorts there, too, that they've added to this location. Um, when you come into the lobby, the luggage check area, excuse me, the um, check-in area was a little bit of a disappointment to me, um, but I think that's just sort of part of the times right now. It was a very long line. Now, they did alleviate that quite a bit. They had people out in the lines um, with iPads trying to check people in that they could, that didn't have to register a credit card, that didn't have to pick up magic bands. Um, and they what did, I hear you saying is do that online check-in. <laughs> do the online check-in. Um, I did have a magic band. It took them several minutes to get it for me uh, that was waiting on me at that location. But definitely the online check-in could be a huge benefit at this location. Uh, just a, a note there, guys. When you come in the lobby, the elevators are off to the left. As you look down, there's actually a lounge area downstairs, too, over that the lobby overlooks. We'll talk about that in a minute. Fantastic lounge area. Um, the elevator bank, um, they are, I don't know if you guys have been to Disneyland. Emily, I know you have. Yeah. Um, they're, they're changing their elevator systems. Instead of you get on the elevator, then you select the floor. Uh, before you get on the elevator, you select what floor, then it gives you the best option elevator to make it up to your floor. Oh. They've adopted that system here. Uh, a little confusing once you start using it, but I think it's a lot more efficient uh, and really is a quicker um, access to your floor. Um, and it's a, an easy access to get up to the rooftop bar uh, restaurant, too. And, and, and I can walk you guys through there in a minute. Um, great elevator. The, the halls have beautiful carpet. Uh, it's a really modern looking carpet, not as Disney looking as other resorts with the, the hidden Mickeys and things like that. It's got a really splash of wild color, reds and blacks and yellows, and it's really bright and really inviting. We loved it. Um, the rooms have the, the wood type tile floor like they've adopted in some of the new resorts. The beds were fantastic. Um, one of the things that my that my group loved when you come into that resort, they've actually are broadcasting on the TV your plans, your my Disney experience, and a welcome to your family. They know who you are walking into the room. Um, that is a great experience at this resort because every day I could go on the computer and see what my plan, excuse me, the TV and see what my plans were for the next day. Love that. Also, could see my photos from in the park, which was a great experience seeing them on the large TV. Uh, really neat. My, we just love that. Um, in the bathroom, great shower, walk-in shower. Really modern comparing it to, say, the Polys, the Polynesians' new um, studio villas. Uh, that double shower there, really nice uh, with a rain shower head than the one that I was in. Um, I've heard that's kind of spotty between rooms, that they have different shower heads, but I'm not sure on that. Um, really enjoyed it. Room was great, great refrigerator, great easy access to ice. Easy access to vending machines just down the hall. Loved it. I have no qualms about staying in this resort again and again. Um, I had a standard view. I did not have the lake view room. The standard view for me was not so exciting during the day. I could see Hollywood Studios off in the distance. Uh, I could see the parking lot. I could see the bus area. We'll talk a little bit about the bus area in a second, too. Um, little changes there compared to other resorts. But, um, you know, not the greatest view at Standard View, but at night, absolutely fantastic. When the fireworks went off into Hollywood Studios, I could see those fireworks and loved them. Great view of the fireworks from my room. Uh, absolutely thought they were fantastic. 
Um, some of the other changes that are at this resort compared to others, I mentioned the buses. Uh, to get to the park buses, you come out of that main lobby in the tower, which like we've mentioned before, you have a choice to stay in this tower. You have a choice to stay in the regular rooms. The park buses are off to the right towards the old lobby. They're in that same old location. Um, the difference is here at every other resort, when you're riding the Magical Express buses, they all pull up to the main door to load those buses and to, um, to empty those buses. Not here, not at this location. They actually have a separate sidewalk that goes off if you're facing the resort off to the right. Um, out in the sunlight, which they try to shade it a little bit, but they have a separate location to load and empty those buses. In the summer when I was there, it was 118,000 degrees and standing <laughs> in the sun at eight o'clock in the morning was hot. I would have loved the opportunity to stand in the lobby, but with the congestion possible, people coming in and out of this resort, because it is a, a uh, convention resort, I could see that that would be a problem and I could see what they've done here is great. Uh, another good thing that they've done, though, if you look at every other resort to check your bags for the airlines, um, you have to stand outside. It's miserable for the people working. They've actually created a purpose-built office off to the right of the lobby um, that you have to exit the lobby and go to. Um, if you're coming out of the lobby, take a left and go around the building a little bit. And it's inside. It is air-conditioned, and you can go in and check in your airline drop your bags off to leave on the Tragical Express to go back to the airport. Oh, uh, just, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> but that's what we call it. But um, easy access, really more comfortable than standing outside in that heat. And then you just walk outside and get on the bus um, whenever it shows up. Had a great experience there, no problem at all. Um, when we talk about dining, dining at Disney, as we've talked about on other podcasts, is a sport. Um, the one thing I mentioned about this resort was it was sort of a moderate grade uh, contemporary. And if we're talking about the contemporary, the, the best option for food at the contemporary by far is California Grill. It is literally one of the best top five options at Disney. To me, just second under Victoria and Albert's, which if you guys don't know is a, a, a lifetime experience. Definitely check out Victoria and Albert's. Uh, maybe we can do a podcast on that in the future, Emily. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. We need to get down there and go together. That'll be good. Okay, just let's try podcast yeah. all the Pod food. I mean, Podcast just... that one live. Let's do it. Well, what we um, need to do is that $12,000 tour that includes all the food you and you end, uh, you know, Cinderella's Magical Suite and then mm -hmm. end of Victoria and Albert's all included. I'm, just I, I'm in. Just okay. let me know. <laughs> So, yeah, so they have a restaurant on top that is very similar in many ways, even kind of the look and feel when you go inside um, of California Grill. It's called Toledo. And right before you go into Toledo, if you come up off the elevators and take a right, it takes you into the Dahlia Bar and Lounge. Dahlia as in the black Dahlia flower, the Dahlia flower. Um, we'll talk about that here shortly. Toledo is intended to be open for dinner in the evenings. Um, it is a tapas or um, Italian type restaurant with more Spanish and Italian type tapas and hors d'oeuvres, as you would imagine with the name tapas. Um, there were several small plates that were fantastic. Uh, I did have the charcuterie plate here. I had the hanger steak as an entree. I had some of the best salad that I've ever had at this location. And then the, the chocolate lava cake, which I'm usually not a fan of at all, but they gave me a piece to try, was phenomenal. 
Okay. Absolutely you had, phenomenal. You had steak, but chocolate? Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah, it, it was I'll great. Give it a shot. Um, I think uh, it was probably one of my top 10 meals at Disney. Um, I was eating alone that night. The wait staff really kind of included me in their jokes and kept me occupied. I had a table next to me of some people that kept me occupied as well. I really enjoyed my meal. One of the really impressive things was they had a um, a ham and sausage and everything else meat butcher, I, I guess you would call it, but he was more preparing the charcuterie plates and open air view right near my table. Um, they had some of the Iberico hams and things that are insanely expensive. Once in a lifetime type experiences, they actually have those in that location. You can try those. Uh, but they also have some fantastic wine selections and some of those drink selections, too. Nice. Um, the big thing that they, they concentrate on there at that resort is the gin and tonic. I think on the menu, there were a good 30 or 40 versions of gin and tonics with, with house-made tonics that just absolutely blew me away. I did have one in the downstairs lounge, and I think I may have had one at dinner night that night, too. Um, that was their Destino gin and tonic. Fantastic. A little more expensive. I think it was $13 for the drink, but a really neat experience and really good. Um, they also follow the same drink type menu over at Dahlia's. Um, Dahlia is, and this is one of the things that Emily and I found out about just before we started talking here. Uh, it's all based off of a movie, and Emily, maybe you know a little more, a short version, short film called uh, Destino. Is that what it was? It is. I guess it was uh, released in 2003. But they had actually begun work on that film 58 years prior. So the oh, production wow. originally began in 1945. Wow. And it is a Salvador Dali-based film. Um, really, really neat-looking film. So I'm going to have to watch it, check the whole thing out. You know? I am, too. I'm going to have to find Never heard of that one. That's a new one. Subtly get the girls to watch it before we go next month. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That'd yeah, and that... Yeah, go ahead. Cool. No, yeah, just very, cool. very neat. Yeah, no idea on that one. And the um, the the distinct, excuse me, the Dahlia Lounge and Bar had Salvador Dali pictures and photos and him and Walt Disney, uh, him and some other Disney stars all around that restaurant and excuse me that bar and lounge. And I was really impressed with it. My wife and I have seen a Salvador Dali exhibit here in Atlanta at the museum and loved it. And it was just really neat to kind of tie it all together. I had no idea that he was so tied to Walt Disney, and there was a lot of pictures of him with Walt. Um, so neat to see that. Need to see that. Uh, thinking about the rest of the property, one of the best things about Coronado does it has a fantastic pool area, um, and they've included an outdoor bar and, and just kind of upgraded that pool area quite a bit. And it is just a beautiful location. I highly, highly, highly recommend Coronado if you're looking for a moderate. Um, the tower is a little more expensive, but in my opinion, if you want a deluxe feel without a deluxe price, Great option. Uh, they've also got club level options there. Uh, I think Disney has really upped their moderate game. Um, and I think you guys would love it. It's, a, it's just one fantastic location to try. If it was over next to a park, it would absolutely be a deluxe resort without question. And uh, I think they've done a great job with it. Well, I think it's really cool because it does have that deluxe feel. And I've mm -hmm. just, I mean, staying in the standard rooms that they've got. Very, very comfortable, very, very modern and chic. Um, lots yeah. of great luggage storage, a good bathroom layout. 
And if you're going to be in the parks all day, it doesn't really make sense to pay for the deluxe resort sometimes. But you still have that really comfortable feel of deluxe at Coronado, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree, 100%. And that dig pool is fantastic for kids. I mean, yes. and families. I, the pool bar is right there. The The water slide is really great. The whole atmosphere of the area by the pool is really nice. So Yeah, I love that pool bar, too. That is a great bar. Um, and the main bar. Have you done the main bar over in the old lobby over there? Uh, it's, it's not as Disney-themed. They created that space for more more for conventions to make it more like a nightclub type location. Yeah. It's beautiful inside. It's really, really, really nice. Uh, highly recommend checking that out. Also, the Pepper Market. And then there's a restaurant next to the Pepper Market. And I apologize. I don't know it off the top of my head. But that is supposedly one of the best surf and turf options for the money at Disney. Um, and it's a supposedly a hidden secret i'll have to try that one out and come back and talk to the podcast and tell you guys about well, it well there's a couple of really good options there though yeah. maya, maya grill is pretty nice and then Cafe, yeah maya Cafe grill Cafe that's Rex. it yep. yeah yeah maya grill yeah yeah so i mean there's a lot of good food and it's got a great atmosphere i think that resort has a the lake is a really nice place there's some mm-hmm. areas out there where you can hang out and then they've got those bars and um, I don't know. It's a Coronado is such a nice resort to stay yeah. at. And I've stayed there maybe six or seven times. I've never been like uh, overtaken by a convention. <laughs> I've never felt like no. overwhelmed. And, and most of those people are trying to make a vacation out of their work trip too. So they're not, right. you know, but it, it, it's a very nice place to stay. It, just a note on that. That is one of the biggest convention spaces I have ever seen. I, in my past work life, got a couple of opportunities to see some really large convention spaces, including uh, we rented out the largest convention space at in Las Vegas. This place easily rivals it. Um, that Coronado Springs convention space is insanely large. Um, my understanding is from speaking with the, the cast members there at the resort is they've had boat shows. They have had military weapons shows inside this thing. And it is just, the only word I can think of is ginormous. When they've got all the rooms merged together in a large room, I would say you could get lost. They could have a, a huge concert in this location. And it is, their staff managing this is fantastic. We got the opportunity to do a class at this location, and I was just blown away. Great experience. So, yeah, guys, check out Coronado. I don't think you'll ever be disappointed. Um, in the past, I had always said, hey, Riverside is probably your best option for moderates. I would argue now Coronado's up there as being the best. Um, it is really up this game. And I think you guys would be happy. Yeah. Yeah. And the bus service is good. I've, I've, you know, I've tried it. I would say the resort as a whole, very, very convenient and um, definitely worth a look. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And easy access. Too. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Well, thanks for being with us, Corey. I hope you guys will give Coronado Springs a a look. Talk to your travel agent. They can hook you up with a, a great vacation at Coronado. All right. Thanks, Emily. All right. Bye.